Nothing But Facts, a podcast brought to you by Will and Dean, aka the Northerners with Knowledge, amongst other things, aiming to separate the world of BS from the world of science. Episode 1, V January. Welcome everybody, the first ever edition of Nothing But Facts, the brand new podcast brought to you by myself, Dean Conway, and my good friend Will Harper. Uh, today we're going to be discussing the topic of Veganuary, controversial topic to some, but we've got some interesting segments coming up on this. We're going to discuss it with the socials, we'll discuss what you guys are thinking out there about it, uh, as well as Will and I's top three tips. We're going to discuss why people do it, certain stigmas around it, and health benefits. But first, I'm going to turn it over to my good friend Will. We're going to get Will's viewpoint on Veganuary. So Will, just off the cuff. Let's have a little look what you think. Oh, oh well. Um, first of all, hello, everybody. Um, hope everybody's well. Um, yeah, so off the cuff, veganism. Well, I'm probably the biggest meat eater going, Dean. So for me, um, <laughs> veganism is, is something that I'm not massively against. I'm not against anybody that does it. I'm not a massive hater of anybody that does it. For me, what I hate the most is, is the, the almost cult-like um sort of attitude that comes with it and not everybody's like yeah. there's a lot of people that, that sort of follow these sort of cult-like things of, of whether it's showing you animals in torture and all this kind of stuff making you feel shit ashamed of yourself because you have an egg for your breakfast and it's that that i don't really like that's the side of veganism that i really sort of despise i don't force people to eat meat and i don't feel that a vegan should force you to be vegan everyone has the choices Everyone does what they do for their own reasons and for their own benefits. So I just think I'm not against it, but I'm I'm, I'm against the those that treat you like a bit of a, a cult and are a bit um, in your face about it. What about you? What's what's your opinions off the cuff? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I, w- I would completely agree with that. I mean, much like yourself, I absolutely love meat. I absolutely love it, and it's it's definitely that attitude that you get. Or you, not every vegan, obviously, but um, I would say a high majority of them, they tend to be really forceful with their views um, and try and make you see it their way rather than just allow you to be how you're being. Um, they, they, really, they almost treat you with a little bit of disrespect. I mean, I've been sat with friends before when one of them who'd recently turned vegan decided to just whip out a video of chickens getting slaughtered. Uh, adamant that it's going to get you to stop eating chicken. And he even used the, the word Watch this video and I guarantee you'll never eat chicken again. And his guarantee came up short, I'm afraid. But that's the, like you say, that's the sort of attitude you associate with veganism, the cult-like attitudes. And that's why it's definitely got a bad name. Um, much like yourself, I'm not against it. I even dipped my toes in the water um, last year. I, I did roughly six weeks or so vegan. The benefits were there for my sporting performance, most definitely. But... I absolutely love animal products. I love meat. Um, so it was it was just a matter of time before I got back to that. So yeah, that's really, that's probably my off the cuff view. Sorry, vegans, don't come knocking on my door just too soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm exactly the same, mate. It's it's one of those things like I've tried it and I eat vegan meals. I know a lot of vegans and and I, if something's on the menu and it looks banging, I seen a nacho spicy bean burger and I was like, that sounds banging. Add it, loved it. Yeah. Not against it. I love it. I, I, I completely get that there are some good vegan foods and options out there. But like I said, it's that cult-like thing. But that's our opinions, mate. 
Um, we've done something <laughs> quite special for, for this sort of series of podcasts, and we don't know how it's going to work out over the course of the series, but um, we've decided to ask our mums what, what they think on, on veganism and all that kind of stuff. So I think we should uh, let the viewers and us listen to, to those clips. Um, and see um, exactly what they think as, as normal sort of women in the world. Right, fire away. Right, veganism. What do I think about veganism? Um, I think veganism is seen as a bit of a fad. It's fashionable, it's trendy. Some people do it just because they think it is cool to do it. I'm sure a lot of people do it because they're being sort of mindful about what they eat, what they're putting into their bodies. But then I think there's also the element of are they getting enough vitamins? Are they getting the right vitamins? Um, are they getting what they need for the body to be healthy? You'd have to eat a varied, varied diet for your body to be really, really healthy. That would include include lots of proteins, um, you know, lots of iron, which is difficult to eat um, without sort of some meats. I know you can get it in sort of pulses, beans, peas, green leafy vegetables. So you'd have to be eating a lot of that. Um, I think it's probably a bit bland. Without eating any cheese, an egg, um, I don't know. I just don't like the idea personally. Um, I think there's a bit of a compromise rather than being completely vegan. Maybe have some vegan days, have some days where you eat vegetarian, some days where you eat a bit of meat, as in sort of more probably fish and white meat rather than red meat, because we know red meat's not very good for us. Um, yeah, I think that's what I think about veganism. I wouldn't do it personally. Um, I can see why people do do it, but I do think there are downsides to it. Um, and I think it must be really hard to eat a varied diet being a vegan. But then I can be proven wrong, I guess. Hope that's okay. So that was my mum um, speaking there, Paula Jones. I must admit, Dean, I was very surprised when I got that voice recording back. I thought, Jesus Christ, I've got a lecturer as a mum. because she I, came I back have no back. idea you, your mother was a nutritional coach. I was like, well, mum, but I said, literally, I, I said to her, I said, mum, just, just obviously, just tell me your opinions on veganism for January. She just, and she come back with that. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I was like, <laughs> but I felt proud. I felt proud as a son. I thought she obviously listens to a wise to woman. And, I, and, and obviously, Will's wise words have to be born from somewhere, right? So, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Just, I just, I was absolutely listened to it. And I thought, you know what? She's absolutely, as far as like her off the cuff opinion is absolutely spot on. Like, yeah, what she's saying, I completely agree with in terms of the, the balance of, of maybe having a few vegan days. She understands that by taking a vegan diet, you are sort of taking away those opportunities to get protein, vitamins, nutrients in. And you've got to understand Absolutely. you've got to get those in elsewhere. I mean, what were your thoughts on, on my mind? Because I was quite, I was relatively I, impressed. I think, obviously, blown away straight away with the with the uh, with the answer it's the textbook answer really good also i was impressed that your mum had picked up on another aspect that sort of goes overlooked a little bit as in like the the fad nature of the diet and the trendy side of it like some people you can almost see the delight in their faces if at a party when they're having to turn something down oh i'm sorry i'm vegan it's all it's almost become a bit of a a status yeah, um, that people really seem to enjoy, and your mum definitely picked up on that. Um, but other than that, yeah, that like the stuff about iron and nutrients, that the lack that you're going to get of those things by cutting out 
Um, that goes with everything I always go to my coach, my uh, when I'm coaching to my clients, I always recommend moderation, a little bit of everything. Um, and your mum's recognised that. But by eliminating a complete uh, macronutrient like protein, you're really struggling to get your protein on a vegan diet. Um, you're going to really limit yourself on your vitamins and minerals. So really good knowledge there from Paula to, to pick <laughs> up on that. So you must give her uh, my compliments when you see her. <laughs> I will do. Well, hopefully she'll listen to this, mate, and she'll uh, she'll hear the compliments from you, from yourself. Um, yeah, we've got your mum next. Um, so right, uh, let's go. See what your mum says. Come on, Carol. <laughs> Big up, Carol. <laughs> let's go. Right, go. So we, you want me to talk about the vegan diet and what I know about it which is not a lot really. Um, one of our customers is a vegan and I've found out from him that it's basically you don't eat any animal products, um, which in a way I think is strange that they don't drink milk, they don't eat eggs, which is a natural thing for a cow to produce milk and it needs milking. So it's not affecting or hurting the animal. Same with chickens laying eggs, um, they won't eat them and unless they fertilize they're not going to turn into baby chickens um but a lot of it is cheese as well that comes from animals made from their milk and everything they won't eat that um i just think it's very restrictive if it works for you and you enjoy that then that's fine okay so that was the the words of uh, dean's mum <laughs> Um, very diplomatic my mother <laughs> do you know what I must admire I must admire the fact that um, that sort of niceness about it that, that's the first thing that, that came to mind that open-mindedness she's obviously not massively hung up on on the latest things within the nutrition world and and I, and I admire that sort of open-mindedness of I'm not really sure what it is but it's definitely something that is taking these things away. If you want to do that, fair enough. And I love the ending to that. Is it's like if you want to do yeah. that, fair enough. There's no, there's no judgment of that. She's expressed her concerns, which we can obviously explain, and we, and, and and vegans will have their counter arguments for that. Of course they will. But she's yeah. had her initial opinion, and I don't think she said anything offensive. She's just basically come in with an open mind and and tried to understand. Okay, this is why they do it. She's, she's not being judgmental in any yeah. way shape, or form and I think that's what a lot of people are like and it's like you said at the start it's just the odd few that have got that cult-like attitude in it yeah it's definitely uh, what she knows or what she has heard of it is sort of the restrictive nature that she did mention uh, but also the association with animals and animal suffering and maybe a misconception that all vegans take up that that diet simply because they were trying to save the planet or look after animals and stuff, which is, I do think is a misconception. Not every vegan's out to save the planet. And again, I think that's just something she will have come across uh, and then took that as fact. So, I mean, the relation to animals, that was something that she spoke about a lot in there. So I think that's something that she's definitely misconstrued about, or that's what she would associate with veganism, which isn't necessarily the truth. And obviously, the restricted nature and like you said just the openness to what if that's what something if that's something people want to do then you go ahead and do it there's no judgment whatsoever on her behalf absolutely i mean i did obviously notice like the things that she's saying that, that the cows are producing milk so what's the problem if we drink it chicken are creating producing eggs so what's the problem if we eat them 
and obviously I, I do get where vegans come from in, t- in terms of these animals are purely bred and, and ethically they're, they're sort of mistreated and that's the argument they would go with in, in terms of yeah. bred, they're held captive almost, they don't have any quality of life, they're literally just um, basically just bred to produce and, 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 I, and, I, and I get that but then obviously going back to my off the cuff thing is my opinion would always have been is and I've always said this and this could cause controversy so get ready world but if we didn't eat meat we didn't drink milk we didn't eat eggs these animals wouldn't be alive in the first place and that's always been my initial away from nutrition away from the world of, of being healthy and all that kind of stuff and and any sort of ethics is they wouldn't be alive if we didn't if we didn't eat their products because there would be no supply. It's supply and demand. It's it's it's, it's the way that the world works. So I don't know. That's, I can hear the pitchforks now. I can hear the pitchforks. They're gathering. They're coming, <laughs> so they're coming down the road with, with, with flames on sticks and whatever else. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to get sleep tonight. But that's but yeah, that's that way. <laughs> like the Simpsons movie, in it where the bloody... <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Right, so obviously we spoke, we've, we've listened to both mum's um, opinions. Obviously, one, um, I was, my mum, quite surprised with how much knowledge she actually had with, with, with regards to the area. And then your, your mum, which is minimal knowledge, and she's obviously just been informed by one source, one person, or one group of people, which just goes to show if you don't get your um, information from varied sources, how much it actually changes your opinion and how much it actually influences. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but I mean, we've, we've we've gone through all that. We've gone through we've gone through our opinions, their opinions. But now I think we should get into sort of um, a little bit more into what veganism actually is, what veganuary actually is, um, and reasons why people sort of pick a vegan diet. So if you want to sort of the so, so veganuary, um, it's basically a month January where you just dedicate your, the entire month to exploring the vegan diet, the vegan lifestyle. So you just give up meat and animal products for the entire month. I did it back in uh, nine, uh, 2019 with, like I said, with moderate success. Um, didn't really miss the meat as much as I thought I would. It was just always a matter of time before I eventually brought those animal products back in. Um, I, I felt great. I did actually reduce some body fat sporting performance improved uh, I, I playing some of the best football in my career uh, during that month I felt really light on my feet energetic so the health benefits were there to see for sure um, I think it's just more almost like a recruitment process that this experimental month that they want to put out there so people can give it a go with no strings attached always with the option of returning back to your old habit it's sort of a you've got a set start point and a set end. You're not committing yeah. to everything. Your friends aren't going to start outing you as a vegan. Um, it just gives you the opportunity to try it with no strings attached and then make an opinion for yourself there. Make it, make a decision based on your own experience, which I would advise would always be the best way. Well, it's like a free trial window, isn't it? It's like, it's like anything else in life, Netflix or Amazon. They'll all, they'll all have a, a three-month, or Netflix is like three-month trial and then it obviously... And it's the same sort of concept, isn't it? It's like, try us for a month. If you don't like it, do what you did before. If you do like it, here's how we yeah. can help you move forward. Yeah. And, and I mean, what I noticed and, and, and just doing a little bit of research behind the subject before we came on today is just Veganuary is actually a charity. I did not know this. So I thought Veganuary was just some, yeah. 
social sort of trend that somebody came up with because it's got a good ring to it. But it's actually a charity. It's, it's a well-renowned charity um, that sort of are aiming to um, establish and, and, and get people educated on, on the, the world of veganism, um, which, which I was alarmed by. But I mean, one thing, obviously, which we'll come on to in terms of what we're seeing all over social media and TV and stuff, is, is the other side of this charity, but we'll come on to that in a, in a little while. But um, I mean, why do you think people sort of pick a vegan diet, Dean? What do you think the most sort of crucial factors are? Like, I think nine times out of 10, it's just that looking for that next way to try and lose a bit of weight. You, you associate being healthy with losing weight and everybody you speak to is trying to lose a bit of weight or they're just starting the diet. And I've been tried everything under the sun it's only natural to give something like a vegan diet a go. Um, so I completely understand why people might want to try it that way. I mean, it's not just restricted to health benefits. Obviously, there's the animal side of it. People don't want to eat living creatures. I understand that as well. Uh, the arguments that it's better, better actually for the planet, I can understand that as well. Or maybe you just fancy a change. Maybe you're just sick and tired of the old routine and you just think, you know what? I'm going to give something completely out of left field to go and just see how I get on with that. Do you think there's a do you think there's a brainwashing element as well, Dean? Because there's a lot of things out there that I mean, we've spoke about the people that come to you and show you the videos and we, we, we speak about the, the charity vegan. And I think this is a good opportunity to come on to sort of what um the sort of the, the, the social say, which is obviously another sort of segment of our podcast. Um, yeah. But I think what what comes across to me, and not just social media, but like the game changers Netflix documentary, and um, yeah, you've got you've got pictures online. Um, I mean, it was only um, the other day, like I said, that I was I was looking through the picture on Veganuary charity. There's don't I deserve my own life with a picture of a cute little piglet. And um, we can't make you vegan, but let us educate educate you about animal suffering with a, a picture of like poor cows like all like squashed in a in a, in a ken a bunch of cute little piglets saying we all dream the time will come when men uh, when men such as i will look upon the murder of animals as now as as they now look on the murder of men try vegan this january and it's like is wow. there an, yeah exactly and this is that vegan veganuary charity that are sharing this sort of stuff and i think yeah. is that not a bit is that that's making me feel guilty for doing what I'm doing, and I think yeah, there's nothing you, like a good old-fashioned scaremonger and guilt trip, is there? No, absolutely not. And 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 the game changers is let everyone watch that and was like, oh, I'm going to do vegan because look at how many people have done vegan in the past, and like look how many people Arnold Schwarzenegger never were a vegan. No, 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 no way on on God's green earth for Arnold Schwarzenegger a vegan in, in his prime. I mean, you can tell me that all you want, but I think the thing is, but hang on, he said it. He said it in a documentary, Will. He said it. Oh, yeah, because he got, probably got paid a million pounds to say it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this, this is the thing is, that, that, that Netflix documentary was so... All their sources were coming from vegan sources and vegan... Cherry-picked. Yeah, absolutely. Cherry-picked. It's all one-sided. And like I've always said, it takes two to tango. You've got to have two sides to every story. And that, you, have. You, you can't watch something and be brainwashed. Watch it. Watch an opposing documentary. Find an opposing documentary on the fact of eating meat and the benefits of eating meat. And then, and then yeah. make the decision. Well, I have to actually hold my hands up to that because I was one of those people that watched Game Changers and thought, wow, 
I, I maybe should give this a go. So I, I gave up meat for a little bit and then I went totally vegan in Veganuary last year. Um, but yeah, it was just the little tidbits of information in there that just had you on hooks. Like there was a, a, a vegan strongman, for example, and he, he turned around with, which I thought at the time was an amazing quote where he said, uh, people ask me, uh, how do you get as strong as an ox without eating meat? And he said, well, do you ever see an ox eating meat? And then a scientist debunked it by saying, do humans have four stomachs? Which I thought, well, yeah, fair point. You just can't, it's comparing apples and oranges. Absolutely. But just a little little soundbite like that, it gets people going, oh, wow, he's right. Yeah. And that, that was the whole thing. The Game Changers was just absolutely full of stuff like that. Yeah. And the amount of, like I said, the amount of debunks I had to do after that Netflix documentary, people coming to me, oh, I've seen that, I've seen that, and that, and then I'm debunking them in terms of like um, vitamin B and obviously like, because oh, it, it goes on about all various different stuff and how like, how you should take a supplement and all this to, to, to like, to get in vitamin B when you could just eat like one yeah, piece. Yeah, B12. Of yeah, all this kind of stuff, but I'm, I'm slating it. I'm slating it. I sound like a vegan here, so I've got to redeem myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's rein it in. <laughs> but Instagram. So Instagram was something I also looked on. I just literally searched in Veganuary, and I must admit, the amount of recipes and ideas and sort of fresh content that filled up my Instagram feed, the colours, I must admit, mate, the colours, I was like, oh, Jesus, that looks nice. Like, and yeah, like, exactly. The ideas that you're scrolling through, and I think that, that is where socials make, I would, if I seen that and I seen, I don't know, a, a vegan, um, I think, what did I see now? A vegan, like, casserole or something. I was like, ooh, okay. And there's various other different bits, and, like, spicy bean burgers, like I mentioned. Yeah. All that is going to make me want to go, oh, I'm going to try that. I think that is, that is the route we should be going down, is it not? Like, trying yeah. to encourage the, the foods and the benefits of the food rather than... The and, and the free will aspect that you've seen it yourself and thought, oh, I'm going to try that instead of someone jamming an offensive video in your face saying you're a murderer, go vegan. Definitely yeah. coming across it yourself and thinking, oh, wow, I could still have a version of my favourite food that's meat-free. For example... Uh, I came across Taco Bell's Beyond Meat coming soon advert. So fast food chains, they're getting on the bandwagon. I know McDonald's introduced a lot of meat-free options. Um, of course, we would never recommend any fast food options, just saying. <laughs> but the meat-free is there if you want it. Um, so yeah, recipes, that were one of my main things that I came across on Instagram, whether they be quick uh, dessert options or fakeaway options. There is a, a real abundance, and like you said, eye-catching the, the bright colours, and they are really appealing. And it's, I think, that is a big tool for vegan or the vegan diet to use social media uh, to encourage people to give it a go. Yeah, I think um, I think that's I think that's literally all you see. You see both sides on socials. You see you see the the great side of people sharing their foods and sharing the health benefits of these foods, which is exactly what you want to see. If I'm if I'm do a blog, I want to go on Instagram and scroll and go, oh, that looks like a nice vegan meal. Oh, they're the health benefits. Oh, I might give that a go. I don't want to go on and see, oh, pig being slaughtered. Feel really bad. I feel guilty for being a human being right now and, and a meat eater right now. 
here's the health benefits of going vegan. No, I'm not interested because you actually tried to cram something pulled down my throats. And I think that's the two sides of social media that I've seen and obviously you've seen as yeah. well. And I think yeah. what I would say is it's, it's taking everything with a pinch of salt, whether it's a Netflix documentary or an Instagram post, it's taking that and then finding the, the, the other side, finding something else and then making your informed decision based on that. Don't make a decision because you feel guilty because no vegans are saying, no vegans like, just because you're a vegan doesn't mean you can commit murder. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's they're still right from wrong, and, and just because you eat meat doesn't mean you're wrong. But obviously, there are health benefits um, around um, around vegan diets, which obviously let's talk about. Let's let's discuss the health benefits around a vegan diet. Um, if you want to sort of kick yeah, I mean, obviously the the weight loss element that I mentioned, um, they will also tell you that a vegan diet can really help reduce the chances of heart disease lower your blood sugar levels, as well as improving kidney functions. And with the fact that your diet is now solely plants, and you're just getting a lot more fiber and antioxidants, which can really help reduce the risk of getting cancer and fighting against certain cancers. Um, so yeah, the, the health benefits are definitely there to, to be seen. Yeah, I think, um, I think that's it. And I, 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 my angle on the health benefits of being vegan would be um, what kind of vegan are you? Um, are you a vegan that's going to be experimental? You're going to be um, open to change, open to different um, ideas, different palates, different fruits, different vegetables. Because I know, for example, my sister, she's not vegan, she's vegetarian. She's the worst vegetarian I've ever met in all my entire life. <laughs> she doesn't like about 90% of vegetables, mate, so, or, or like fruits and stuff. So I'm thinking, what do you eat? So she'll go to a restaurant and she'll eat a bowl of chips if there's nothing that appeals to her. Do you know what I mean? Wow. So she could, but then that's like her coming around and going, well, the health benefits of being vegetarian are, are great. And it's like, oh, well, yeah. not just eating chips. Do you know what I mean? Not, not, if, you're just, not if you're having a plate of spuds every night. Yeah. And, and I think it's, I think the health benefits are the same regardless whether you're vegan or you're not vegan, is if you've got, and I always say this to any new client, and you, you might say the same, aim for colours. Aim for colours, aim for different um, sort of things every meal. Like, get your staple bits in. If you're a vegan, make sure you've got a, a bit of protein that's the size of your, your, your palm of your hand. Just simple rules like that. Yeah. Make sure you're getting like your, red, your, your reds in there, your greens, your yellows, your oranges. Every day you want to see loads of different colours because they're what are going to give you the vitamins, the minerals, the nutrients. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think you're not going to get the health benefits that people or you, you read about unless you go full in and you do what you should be doing. Um, yeah. That's, that's sort of the biggest thing is just because you're going to stop eating meat doesn't mean you're going to be massively healthy. You've still got to get in the wide range of, of, uh, of, of sort of health benefits. Um, What's interesting, I've just, I've just Googled actually, mate, is um, vegans, the amount of vegans in the world. So 2% are currently vegetarian or vegan, and 10% are former vegetarians, and 88% have never been vegan or vegetarian. Um, never tried. So I think that's quite, that's quite a lot, because I seem to see a lot of vegans, and if there's only 2% in the world, yeah. God, imagine when there's more... <laughs> 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 um, yeah we're uh, going to be surrounded 
we're going to be surrounded. There's going to be no way out. We're going to have no option but to just literally go for the for the lentils and the chickpeas. We're going to we're going to be like the corner. But no, I think that's uh, that's it um, with regards to um, obviously the health benefits. I I know I don't. We can we can jam things down people's throat of of, of, of all the different health benefits of different vitamins and stuff. But I think we we can sum it up from a nice simplistic term. I don't want us to be that that scientific pair that puts loads of jargon down people's throats and stuff. I think it's simple, yeah. really. I think it's got to have a simple approach. Get the variants if you're going to do it. Get yeah. the variants because you're not going to get the health benefits you read about unless you do that. Um, myth busting. Did you find any? Did you find any sort of uh, myths that you've seen that you that you want to bust, Dean? So the the only real myth, so to speak, I would maybe not myth might be a bit stronger word but just slightly to go back on the health benefits um those benefits aren't exclusive to a vegan diet just because you cut meat out as we said doesn't mean that's the only way you're going to be able to improve your kidney function lower your blood sugar levels and uh, lose weight and improve your risk of uh, heart disease it's not exclusive to just cutting out meat in fact just sticking to a meat only diet would really lower your blood sugar levels as well because you're not getting that glucose in from carbohydrates, uh, also known as the ketogenic diet. So that's the polar opposite of a vegan diet, and that has the same effect on you. So that is proof of the proof in the pudding there that you can achieve those benefits in various ways, not just a vegan diet. What about you? Did you come across any myths yourself in your research? Yeah, similar to you, really, mate. I, don't, I won't really classify them as myths, but I just, I don't want to use the, I don't want to end this or come close to the end of this podcast by using the the, the good old fashioned balance word. Um, but I feel like that's ultimately what what it what it comes down to because I think it's like you said, if you cut this out, you cut that out. You eat too much of this, you eat too much of that. It's going to have this effect. It's going to have that effect. I think where the big myth is, like you said, if you cut meat out, you can have all these revolutionary um, changes. But also, if you drink too much water, you're going to drown from, from the inside. Yeah. So if you go, it's like the benefits of water. We're all familiar with the benefits of water. We should all be hydrated. We should all drink two to three litres of water every day. But if you consume too much water, it's bad for you. And the, and the research is out there to prove that. Just like yeah. it's any other food group, any other nutrient that you eat, too much of anything is bad for you. So yeah. everything let, in moderation. Everything in moderation. So let's really sort of start thinking about if you're thinking about doing a uh, having a vegan diet just because you're putting out that one thing, don't think that your life's going to change forever. You've still got to moderate everything else that you're consuming. It's just yeah. because you're putting out meat doesn't mean you can eat endless amounts of apples because you've yeah. got. You know what I mean? I think it's, it's not. Just, it's not a magic formula, is it? You're not just going to adopt this lifestyle and then all. Your issues over the years, whether it be weight or blood sugar levels, etc., they're not all just going to vanish because you've suddenly, right, I've adopted this lifestyle, that's going to take care of everything for me. You still have to apply the principles of health, basically. So like we just said, it's not just going to happen for you overnight. Uh, there is no magic formula. It's everything in moderation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... I mean, we've spoke about a lot of things there. We've um, gone here, there and everywhere throughout it all. But we've gone through our major sections that we wanted to talk about in this podcast. 
we've done off the cuff, we've done our opinions, we've done Mother Knows Best, which were amazing for our first episode. <laughs> um, we've done the social say, and we've covered a lot of the main reasons why people do things, a few of the health benefits, and some, some sort of tips, which we've gone through a little bit throughout the podcast. Um, but I think to close us out, I think we should really sort of look at, seeing as the podcast is called Nothing But Facts, not, we should have some facts, we should have some, some tips just to close off with. Um, so let's close off with top three um, tips, facts, um, and I'll let you. I'll let you cover these three tips or facts um, to close. So off. my my top three tips would be sources of protein. As we've already mentioned, protein is a real issue for vegans trying to get the, the adequate amounts. Protein is the most important macronutrient. I mean, its name literally comes from the Greek for first place or of most importance proteus so that tells love you that, the, love the, that. The, clues, love that. <laughs> the clues in the name the clues <laughs> in the name people so prioritizing your protein couldn't be more important so on a diet that makes that a little bit trickier i'm going to try and help you out with my top three tips of sources of protein so in third place tofu which will give you eight grams of protein per 85 grams of serving um, I like to whip up a bit of tofu um, in a stir fry. You can coat it in a bit of uh, corn flour, makes it nice and crispy. There's loads of different variations you can use uh, to get your tofu in. Number two would be hemp seeds. Sprinkle a bit of hemp seeds in your porridge. 10 grams of protein per 30 gram serving. Other excellent sources of omega fats as well. So that hemp seeds are a real, real good staple of your diet. Uh, but number one, Soy or pea protein powder, which is available on all good websites that sell protein powder. 20 grams of protein per serving. And pea protein is actually util utilized fastest by our body. It, it's able to absorb everything a lot quicker than it can from animal products. Um, so score one for the vegans there. Pea protein is a little bit better than whey in that regard. Uh, but yeah, soy and pea protein powder would be my top tips. Implement that alongside your diet uh, just to make sure you are getting adequate amounts of protein throughout the day. Boom. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Great tips. Um, I want to um, come through with some facts on, I spoke earlier about um, game changers. Um, yes. Yeah. Earlier about some of the sort of the, the key facts that they mentioned in there. Um, and I want to just obviously um, help with some unbiased science. No, that didn't come out right. Unbiased science, should I say. Yeah, um, there it is. <laughs> so one thing in there is one cup of cooked lentils and a peanut butter sandwich has as much protein as a three-ounce steak or three large eggs. That was one of the facts that wow. came game changers. The unbiased science, I I'm going to stop saying that because I don't think I can actually say it without <laughs> Eggs and steaks have greater protein density than lentils or peanut butter. No portion sizes are stated. So we've got to remember that, like I said, with anything that we read or see, let's actually take that extra step. Come and see people like myself, like Dean. How could you get, this is the one you're on about, how could you get as strong as an ox without eating meat? Have you ever seen an ox eating meat? An ox is strong because it's genetics and many other variables, not because it doesn't eat meat. So we've got to understand the, the evolution of change and, and, and Charles Darwin's theory of evolution and adaptation. 
animals are adapted to their surroundings and genetics allow that to happen. It's, it's, it goes back through many years of science. Um, beetroot juice before training can result in cycling 22% longer and bench pressing 19% than your than more total weight. The key, the key variables for improving cycling and bench press are progressive overloads, diet and conditioning. So don't rely on a juice. Don't rely on something. Are you uh, sure it's not beetroot juice? I'm pretty sure, mate. I'm pretty sure that the, the <laughs> many years of science um, of, of, of these different variables are um, obviously um, not, not wrong. Science is never wrong, right? Um, yeah. Agreed. And then animal products cause inflammation, whereas plant-based foods reduce inflammation and have nutrients. There is evidence to suggest that dairy can also be anti-inflammatory. Meat, fish also contain nutrients. Let's not forget that. And yeah. last but not least, the best way to get vitamin B12 is via a supplement, not via animal products. An excellent source of vitamin B12 is from animal products, which also contain additional nutrients, such as protein and many other mm. nutrients such as unsaturated fats, fats, various different things. Boom. Boom. There, that is what I would say in response to veganuary veganism. Um, but to sum it up, if, you, if it works for you and you can be healthy and fit and well, um, then crack on, go for it, but just make sure that you do it properly. Um, anything to close out from you, Dean? Are we, uh, are we all going to think? I, I, think, I think we've covered it, mate. I think... Uh... Yeah, what a monumental moment. The close of the first ever the first Nothing episode. But Facts podcast. Yeah, I know, episode Excellent. one, Veganuary slash veganism, because let's hope that you are listening to this in January when you actually listen to it. Because if you're not listening to it in January, it might be May when you listen to Veganuary and you'll be like, mm, why are they doing about that? Um, yeah, yeah, we did actually film this in January, um, just for, for the record. Next episode, we're going to be talking about CFD. Um, now, CFD yeah. is something that is big in me um, very passionate about from this end. Um, if anyone's wondering what the hell CFD means it's calorie profanity deficit. word deficit um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and avoid swearing even on that episode so tune in if you want to listen to us talk about a calorie deficit um, in a couple of weeks time but until then it's peace from me and Dean over to you to sign it's off. peace from me <laughs> see you later guys See you later.